Just before the episode begins, here's a reminder that we are on a website called On Podium, where you can find all our episodes, you can find blogs, you can register to become a guest, you can write reviews, uh, you can subscribe from there, uh, including our videos, uh, which go onto YouTube. You can even donate if you want to support us. And um, what's the address, Nick? So it's 2-5-5-1.onpodium.co. On to the episode. Hello, welcome to 251, two pianists, five minutes, one subject. And today we're going to be talking about the under-the-radar pianist, Pat Moran. My name is Nick Tomlin. And I'm Simon Whiteside. And this is 251. Pat Moran was born Helen Mudgett, uh, or Mudgett. Not quite sure how you say that. Mudgett? What would you say, Nick? I would say Mudgett. Well, there we are. You say potato. <laughs> uh, but she recorded under the name Pat Moran, and uh, later on in life she recorded some religious music under the and some children's music under the name Pat Moran McCoy, which uh, we think is her husband's name, uh, from when she married. So she was born in 1934, is still alive, but uh, hasn't been playing for some years now. Although there is a documentary that Nick found, which we will leave a link to about half an hour's worth of uh, a little biography uh, where she's playing some piano and talking. So I would call her a pretty solid pianist, quite honestly. And on the Fresh Sounds uh, jazz website, the record label, there's an interesting bit by uh, Terry Gibbs about when he discovered her. He had a female pianist already, and he talks about people saying, you know, she play, didn't play bad for a girl, and he, he thought neither of the two people um, who he, he had in his band, they were, you know, much better than many of the male mm. pianists at the time. And I discovered her when I came across an album called This Is Pat Moran, and it's got Scott LaFaro on bass and Gene Gamage on drums, and that was recorded in Chicago, and, and she was just going off then to the West Coast, and that's when she ended up playing with Terry Gibbs and other people like Mel Torme. Uh, and that album's really, I mean, Scott LaFaro is, is really being Scott LaFaro. It's excellent stuff. And he, in fact, uh, there's a tune he plays ca called On Il Osor. I don't know if you know that, mm, that yes. tune. <coughs> yeah, listen to that. Which uh, I, uh, being dyslexic, already looked at it and thought, that looks like Rossellino backwards, <laughs> which it is. And it's a tune oh, by okay. Frank Rossellino. Oh, okay. Right. And it sounds a, a bit like tricotism, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. And in yeah. fact, um, yeah. Pat Moran did play with Oscar Pettiford later on. Mm. Uh, but she also had a quartet with a singer called Beverly Kelly, and they made some albums, I think, p perhaps preceding that This Is Pat Moran um, album. I can't remember what year that was, but I think it was 57, was the... Yeah, 57, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And overall, uh, I think she's a really good, solid, you know, s improvising pianist and, and has some quite interesting arrangement ideas. I don't know what you thought, Nick. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I mean, she, she's a really solid player, as you said. And I mean, it's interesting that she, um, she, she started as a kind of concert pianist, didn't she? She started playing classical and then she switched... Yeah, she jazz. trained. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, her technique, I mean, particularly I noticed when she's playing double time, she does a lot of kind of double time 
playing and it, and her her phrasing and her touch are really amazing. You know, really really good technique she's got. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the the only other pianist um, who I kn- know who has that crispness is, mm. is probably uh, Keith Jarrett. Actually, mm. his fast mm. playing mm. always sounds like a string of pearls yeah, like, where yeah. you can still hear a gap between the notes, even yeah. though they're really fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that album, we'll put a link to that. I, I, it's probably on... Is, is the complete recordings of the trio on Spotify, Nick? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think it's got... I think the complete recordings are on there, yeah. And I've got... Uh, the complete recordings are on definitely on Apple Music, so highly recommend listening to those. Uh, there's some very good tunes. I, I found that she does tend to use the high end of the piano quite a lot more than many jazz pianists. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. She tends to go up to the top of the piano a, a fair bit. So it's almost like you'd say the tessiatura of her soloing is often quite high, whereas most jazz pianists from that period play around the middle, mm-hmm. don't they? Sort of mid-range, yeah. yeah. Uh, as, as we still do. It's a good part of the piano. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're coming to the end of our five minutes, but uh, check out Pat Moran. I'm Simon Whiteside. Goodbye. My name's Nick Tomlin. Goodbye.